Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holtzfall. We're here to talk about how you can make money in real estate and how we buy and sell real estate right here in the upstate. If you want to get in touch with me, you can call me, as always, at 864-444-7650 or go to my website, jasondillard.com. We've been very busy buying and selling and selling and buying and buying and selling. But, Tracy, you've been busy doing something else besides real estate. Doing a whole lot of nothing. And... You know, if you listen to the program, you, you've probably heard some replays, and there's a reason why. It's well, because of your locale. My locale, yeah. You know, we talked about this before on the radio program, how good you and I can be at nothing. Mm-hmm. I got even better at nothing. You know, But you were doing stuff. Yeah, I was. I was doing stuff. We so, went on a little trip. We went so on where the, did you go? The Holtzclaw Thanksgiving European tour. So... <laughs> So where was the first place you went? The first stop was Paris, and that was just Chrissy and I for three nights. And what did y'all do in Paris? Uh, ooh la la, it's the city of love. Uh, we just got to see all the cool stuff. We went up to the Arc de Triomphe. Arc de Triomphe. I'm not French, so I can't, I'm sure I'm messing it up. And we got to go up top and look over the city, and we got to see all the cool buildings, and got to drink a lot of Really expensive $2 shot glasses of a coffee. You know, have you ever had real espresso in a real espresso country? Americans don't know what espresso is, I don't think. I believe we have it here. But there, dude, there's like a thimble. I miss nothing. That's like two and three euros. But it's got the caffeine of a whole cup of coffee it's, in it. Uh, they say so, but I don't believe it. But anyway, that's what I had. So we got to see a lot of cool buildings and, uh, it was just awesome. So Paris is cool. You know, it's a good place to visit. You wouldn't live there in a million years. I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you want to live there? I just, I wouldn't want to live in any big city. I mean, they're cool to visit. It's just not my thing. So that's just. Then, then, then where did you that's go? That's just me. So then we flew to Ethiopia and met our children and a bunch of people from our church. That's a whole nother country. That's an entirely another continent. Yeah. It's another country. You know, Africa, it's its own continent. You know that, yeah. right? Yeah, so I know that. We flew into Ethiopia. That's in East Africa. And we flew into Addis Ababa, which is the capital. And there are like 900 kajillion people. Hey, you want to invest somewhere? I'm, I meant to tell you this. I was thinking about that while we were there. That place is booming. Growth everywhere. It is happening. So anyway, we'll talk about that later. So we go into Ethiopia for the mission trip that we were a part of and on for that Monday through Friday, that whole week. Okay, so you went to Paris. If you just tuned in, I'm Jason Dillard. It's Tracy Holtzclaw. We buy and sell real estate. Give us a call at 864-444-7650. If you want to sell something quick, if you want to invest some money, um, go to my website, jasondillard.com, to see how we borrow money from people and give them a good return. But right now we're talking about this big trip that Tracy was on. So you went to Paris for three days. Ooh la la. Right. And then you went to a whole nother country. Whole nother country and continent. Yep. Yeah. And, and Africa went to Ethiopia yep. for a mission trip. For a mission trip. So and was there anything special that happened while you were on this mission trip? Yes. Something definitely special happened. My daughter got married. To an Ethiopian? No. Yeah. No. Every, that would have been okay, but you know, if that was the way it had played out, but that wasn't <laughs> what happened. Right. When 
I'm telling the story about where you've been to people. And, and I said, well, then his daughter got married while she was there. And they said to an Ethiopian, that's right. the, that's the, that's, and I'm like, no, some, to some dude from easily. Yeah. It was a destination wedding. How was the destination? It was great, man. Yeah. Sam told me when y'all pulled up to the wedding, uh-huh. there were tons of people or something. There were, listen, you couldn't have written a check big enough to duplicate this wedding. And it was probably the least expensive thing I've ever seen in my life. Dollar wise. It was just, but it was just amazing because the village, the community there knew what was going to happen that week. They were all told and it was just really a big deal to them. It was really very powerful because what it meant to them was how much Caroline and Caleb thought of their people to want to have their wedding there. That sink in. Yeah. To go halfway across the world to have your wedding. You could have had here and you know, we all know, anybody knows us, knows Caroline, knows that they love that country, they love those people. And, of course, I grew to love them while I was there, too. So it was pretty awesome. So the village, you know, the people were just coming out of everywhere. I mean, it was crazy, dancing, singing, leading us into the church. It was great. And had the wedding, kind of the normal wedding except for the translation and then the other translation. Because in Ethiopia, they speak 80 languages. Ethiopia is a huge country, but in this area we were in, speak two languages primarily. So the English, our English guy would say his thing, then one guy would translate, and another guy would translate. So everything got said three times. Kind of like me and you. I say everything three times. Yeah, so it was just like it was normal, like being around you, except it was in two different languages instead of hearing the exact same thing three three, times. Three different languages. Yeah, yeah, three different. Well, two different besides my own. Anyway, (laughs) so then... So they got married. <laughs> got married. And, and then you, and what did you do as far as the mission before that? I mean, were you, did, well, y'all, did y'all go out and build something? No, or? no, no. It's not a construction mission. This uh, work that we're involved in is really just what they call it a care point. So the children, you know, if you sponsor a child there, it goes towards education mostly. Um, but when we go on their trips every year from our church, you're just really just hanging out. You know, they do crafts and stuff, and then you go do home visits. So the child that is being sponsored, you're going to their house, which is not like our houses, by the way. And What's different? You know, some of them, they're just four patched walls with mud and hay and, and a tin roof and a dirt floor. And, you know, like you imagine a third world country, you've been to, you've been to some. So that's basically the gist of the mission trip and the end result. You know, for this organization is called Hope Chest is to turn that area over in 10 years for that to be just self-sustaining with the things people have taught them how to make, you know, cleanliness, you know, cause yeah, you can imagine they don't even know how to use a bathroom or build a bathroom, but they, but they're learning. So and Hope Chest has a website. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely Hope Chest, and I and I like their organization a lot. So Google Hope Chest if you want to get in, yeah. involved in what Tracy and his church. What's your church? Uh, Potter's Clay Fellowship in okay. Eastleigh. So and so, how many of the people from the church went? Uh, we had fourteen this time, including you know us. All, all total, Y'all there were count, fourteen. Though, right? We count. <laughs> okay, I mean, so it's, fourteen. Sorry. So I mean, including you, including us, fourteen so, total. So and so that sounds like an awesome mission trip for the host clause because you really didn't have to do anything. You just went. Yeah, we just went. Yeah, D- didn't didn't build nothing. Didn't, uh-uh. didn't fix nothing. Didn't teach anybody nothing. You just 
just went. No, but I tell you what, we had to do. This abnormal for me here. Had to get up early every day, and it's even earlier there. Uh, no, it's later. No, it's earlier. It's later there from compared to here because so we're there eight hours ahead. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> what I just—that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's six o'clock at night when y'all were get when y'all were six o'clock at night your time when you were it was our time. See, it was all, all the time is the same, but it's different. Exactly, it's just like it, but different. Yeah, it's kind of like different time zones. Oh, not to mention, and we don't have time before the break, but remind me after the break to tell you about even their time, who, which is very confusing. What do you mean their time? And they're not even in the same year. It's not even 2017 there. Oh, well, got a break coming up. Um, we haven't really talked a whole lot about real estate yet. No. Who knows if we will this time, but if you want to sell something, um, any kind of real estate, give me a call at 864-444-7650. Go to my website, jasondiller.com to learn more about how we borrow money. We do have a need for 120 grand right now that you can make 8% on your money on some new houses we're building that are worth 200. So it's a really safe place to put your money. Um, 120 grand against a property that's worth 200,000. So go to jasondillard.com to learn more about that. When we come back, we're going to learn more about Tracy's 28 day vacation. And I can, let me tell you, I had to cover for him and I did spend about 15 minutes a day to cover for what he normally does. So I was glad to see him return so that I can relax a little bit and not work so hard. So hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. Real Estate. What? Rewind that. Well, we're not really talking about real estate a whole lot this time. We've got to, we got to get caught up on the trip. Yeah, we can, we can really enter real estate eventually. Just tuned in. Tracy's been on this big 28 day trip. I'm Jason Dillard. I buy and sell real estate. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in my pickup truck and drive them around and show them houses. I am the principal in transactions I'm involved in. I am the buyer, the seller, the option, either option or the lease or the lessor, the Mortgage or the mortgagee. And if you want to be a mortgagee, a mortgagee, that's a lender. We can be the mortgagor, which will be the person that's paying you 8% on 120 grand against houses that are worth 200. So if you're interested in learning more about that, go to jasondillard.com, click on the um, lender tab, read it, call me, email me through the website. The phone number is 864-444-7650. Um, right around Christmas here, Tracy had to leave and go for a whole month and stay gone for a month. So if, to catch everybody up, I'll, I'll, I'll recap. Okay. So you leave and for three days, ooh la la, France, Paris, um, little bitty coffee cups with a lot of caffeine in the little cups that cost a couple of euros. So, and then you go to Ethiopia and the purpose of the trip is the hope chest. Right. Is taking care of the children and you can sponsor kids and you, of, of course, that it's also a Christian organization. So they're telling more right. people about Jesus. That's right. So, Hey, you know, we're, we're about to have a birthday party coming yeah. up. Birthday party for Jesus. Yeah. I, I, you know, I always have a cake. I do know that. Yeah. That's a yeah. big tradition for us. We have the uh, in-laws come over and then we have my, my parents come over and they overlap because my parents go one place and then they, so there's that middle of the day on Christmas that all of the families in my house. And that's just what we've done now for 15 years. And that's when we do the happy birthday. We sing happy birthday. We light the candles, mm-hmm. everything. 
That's awesome. So that's really what we're celebrating, not saying. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, back to the trip. All right. I know it's, it's riveting. It is a riveting story. So you're in Ethiopia because the daughter is marrying this dude from easily. Correct. And they love reaching out to the Ethiopians and helping them and, and they've, they've built this relationship with them over the years because they've, how many different trips is, uh, Caroline gone on? Okay. Well, this was Caroline's fourth trip and Caleb's second would have been his third, but he had to miss one because he was sick. So his second. And there were 14 people on the trip. 14 total people. And that include y'all. Included us. Y'all count. We do count. Okay. So now you're, you've got the wedding. You've had the wedding. Everything's great. Uh huh. Um, they're married and they're leaving there and y'all are, where did they go? We all went to the airport and the U.S. team flew out before us and came home. Me and Chrissy and Luke and Samuel flew to Rome and an hour later, Caroline and Caleb flew to Ireland for their honeymoon. Okay, so they went on a honeymoon. And got to drive on the wrong side of the road, on the well, wrong side well, of the car. The, it's the correct side of the road for them. Well, of course it's for them, but for I mean, us if, it's if, the wrong if side. If an Irish person came here, they would say we're on the wrong side <laughs> yeah, of the road. exactly. But before the break, we we're, well, let's get back to Ethiopia. I forgot about the time. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So what time of day was it over there? Uh Okay, so they use military time, which a lot of your European and other countries use that. So... If it's 1930, for example, you just subtract 1200 and it's 730 at night. If it's 10 o'clock, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But in Ethiopia, there's a, their morning. So 6 a.m. for you and I is one. So when you wake up in the morning at six, that's when you start your day is one o'clock. Yeah. And but when, when does the day start then at six in the morning? Yeah. Okay, so if somebody like basically, on the, basically sunrise, and that makes it a lot easier for the Weather Channel app over there. I bet you because do you ever look at the Weather Channel app and try to figure out when it's going to be really cold? Because the, it, let's just say it's going to be cold on Tuesday or Wednesday, or let's say Wednesday it's going to be zero degrees. Okay, when is that on Wednesday? Uh, that could yeah, be at twelve oh one in the morning on 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 a Wednesday morning, which is really Tuesday night. <laughs> So Tuesday nights when it's going to be cold, not Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday day, it might be already up to a hundred degrees by the time the sun comes up and changes to that. So their day starts at one in the morning, which is six our morning. Yeah. So you just subtract six from everything and not really six our morning because we're eight hours or behind. Add six so that's, to it. Yeah. Add six to it. Yeah. Add or take away six, depending on what your brain thinks it so is. If you're supposed to meet somebody there at three, you add six to the three and that's nine. And nine o'clock is the time you should have been there. Yeah. Do you understand that? And what's crazy is the clocks, like in a car or the clock on the wall in the house says whatever time my American brain thought it was, you know, in military. But then I had to manually subtract or add those, those six hours to know what time it really was to an Ethiopian. Plus, not to mention, they're not even in this year. What year are they in? They're in 2011. So they're six years behind us. I think it was 11. Yeah, definitely not 17. And I never even bothered asking to try to figure that out. So does that mean I would only be 39 there? You'd be younger there, yeah. If I go to Ethiopia, I'd still be in my 30s. Yeah. But not for long. No, as soon as you came back, you'd be in your 40s again. So you basically got six years older coming back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you think about it. (sighs) So the birth, everybody's birthdays, that messes you up too then. When's your birthday? Well, it was so many, you know, 75. 
Yeah, well, no but that was six years after our 75. So this person you think that's 40 is really, they're only 30 something. <laughs> That'd probably mess me all up. Oh yeah. So anyway, okay. So that's the Ethiopian trip. Yeah. Oak chest. And, um, just tuned in. Tracy's been gone for 28 days and you, you know, 28 days is how long it takes to get over something. Like if you go into rehab or something, 20, you've heard of the movie 28 days. Uh, don't so, recall. Maybe uh, you haven't been in the office for 28 days. I got over it. I was able to cover. I took care of everything. I got over it too. As a matter of fact, if you sent me an email and said, don't come back, I'm just going to keep sending you a check. (laughs) Yeah. I might not have come back. I did my best to not communicate with you at all. And I didn't communicate with you you. at all. You didn't. And I did, I did put some money in your bank account for you that I had to communicate. That's right. But other than that, I can't think of another. There was no work communication at all from you. You know why? I was proud of you. I just handle it. You did. I get the just handle it award. You get, uh, for this year, you definitely get. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so you're in Ethiopia. You fly to Rome. Yep. Okay. So you three days and then five days. Now you're in Rome, but you're not with just Chrissy. You've got Luke and Sam with you. Right. They were with us the entire Ethiopian trip. So then they flew into Rome with us. And what what was Rome like? At like six a.m. So I had to get an Uber car to the hotel. They have Uber over there. Oh yeah, they have Uber everywhere. Um, so I get an Uber car. Do they speak Italian? Let me tell you, they do speak Italian, but in the bigger cities, you're going to have plenty of places where people speak English. It might still be in a thick accent, depending on what city you're in, but there's, a, there's a lot of English speakers in the big cities because they're used to, well, first of all, other countries are teaching their children and their people English anyway, but because they attract so many tourists from a lot of English speaking locations, it's not hard to talk to people, really. Um, so we get in the hotel, you know, deliver our bags. And did then, you have a place you're going to stay before you got there? I did. Actually, one of the only hotels I already had planned was in Rome. And did, what about the Paris one? The Paris one I had planned too. Yeah. Okay. So how many nights did you have planned already booked in Rome? Uh, two nights. And how many more nights were you in Europe? Uh, for 14 days total from December 3rd to December 17th. So you, so you didn't know where you were going to stay the rest of the time? Uh, uh-uh. I might have been sleeping on the sidewalk for all I knew. Which, you know, wouldn't bother me. Except it was kind of cold. I had to put my shoes, real shoes on too. Yeah. So what's, what's Italy like? It's real Italian. Did, did they have any Italian restaurants there that y'all ate at? Oh, let me tell you what I did learn that really you get sick of after about a week is there was pizza everywhere. So what you hear in America about Italian pizza is true. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. The, I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be something more exciting. No, I was sick of pizza by there after about the third or fourth day. pizza in Italy. But there was tons of other good food too. So you just had to not order pizza. Um, had a lot of good food. I'm probably gained weight. I didn't even check. Um, a lot of good food, a lot of beautiful places, really. I was talking to the guys when we came in just before we started recording. It didn't really sink in how young America is until you get out and see other places in the world that are thousands of years old. And they've got construction. They've got buildings that are thousands of years old. We went in a lot of really big, cool churches that are just, oh, my goodness, just you can't even describe them. I mean, we've all seen them on TV and in pictures, but until you've seen them in person, just the the magnitude of the the size and the architecture and the art. I mean, I'm not a huge art buff or anything, but I mean, the stuff's just amazing. Um, 
So anyway, that was Rome. Went to the Coliseum. Went to what else is in Rome? I can't remember. Some of this stuff's kind of a blur now. Um, the Acropolis. I don't know. No, we didn't go to the Acropolis. We went to the Pantheon, uh, which is not the same as the Parthenon, which is in Greece. So then anyway, we left and went way down to South Italy and got to go to the Amalfi Coast, which is gorgeous too. And went to, uh, Pompeii, the ruins of Pompeii. So what was the best thing about Pompeii? Uh, the tour guide. He was awesome. What, what if I go and I don't get him though? Well, I'm sorry to tell what you. What was the second best thing about Pompeii? Uh, the, the Pompeii, the ruins and seeing how they lived and how they function and how they had normal stuff like we do, but it's not the same, but it provides the same function, you know, the bathhouses, the bathrooms, the stores, the shopping, the churches, the government buildings. Yeah. So the, that, the Rom- Romans were like us. Yeah. Only they were Romans. Yeah. People are people. They're just different depending on where you are. Yeah. So, so that was cool. And you went cool. to Naples too? Naples wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that again. At least not the part we were in. It was horrible. I had to get out of there. What happened there? I just, it was just like in the hood. I hate to say it that way, but it was rough. It was sketch. You don't have to say sketchy anymore. You know that, right? You can just say sketch. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was sketch. I thought sketch was like what you drew before you painted it. Well, you can. You can do that. But it's also a saying that something... Is that what they say in in, it, in Italy? I'm sure they didn't know. Did you learn what's the word... What's the Italian word for sketch? I didn't I didn't ask for it. Did you learn any other... I just learned ciao. Ciao is hello and goodbye. Well, that makes it easy. Yeah. It's like aloha. Arrivederci. What else? What else was in it? What else was in Italy? Uh, oh, I tell you the funniest thing that happened to us where we laughed so hard is when we left Rome, we were in a car and we drove about an hour outside of Rome and we wanted to eat. So I'm going to tell you about that experience after the break. That's right. Because we're about 30 seconds left to the bottom of the hour break. Don't forget if you want to get involved in what we're doing, go to my website, jasondiller.com to learn more about how you can lend money, make an 8% return on 120 grand. That's what we're looking for right now. Or call me at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. When we come back, we're going to find out what the funniest thing that happened in Italy to Tracy and his family. We're going to get to hear the rest of his story about his trip. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 4447650. Call 4447650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. We've been talking to Tracy um, about his trip to Europe and Ethiopia and the fun he's had and um it's been, a, it's been a great show so far, so if you want to hang on, we're going to keep talking about that. Um, just make sure you know I buy property. So call me if you want to sell something, 864-444-7650. And we borrow money from people that want to make more money than they're making now with even out of the retirement account. So if you've got a retirement account and you've seen that stock market boom, and it's going to boom some more, but then eventually the stock market's going to dip and bounce and up and down. But if you want to get a, just a contracted 8% rate of return, 
um, give us a call, 864-444-7650. Every single lender has a first mortgage against the real estate, and we do not take money from one person and pool it with another person. It's one person in one project against one property, and that makes it a lot safer for you. Um, and um, it gives you a contracted 8% return. So give us an opportunity to explain to you how that works by giving us a call, 864-444-7650, or go to our website, jasondillard.com. All right, before the break, we were talking to Tracy about his trip. Um, he went to Paris for three days. Um, ooh la la, um, little cups of, of caffeine. Um, knew where he was going to stay. Um, booked that already. Then they flew into Ethiopia. Um, went on the mission trip for five days. End of the five days, um, Caroline gets married to Caleb, which is not a guy from Ethiopia. He may, he's actually from here in Easley. And they flew to Ireland for their honeymoon. But then you guys flew to Italy and went to Rome and saw the Colosseum and um, drove down. You got a rental car. In, in, in Italy, they drive on the our side of the road, on the right side of the road. Yes. The correct side of the road. The correct side of the car also. Yeah. And so Naples, it's sketch. Mm-hmm. And but Pompeii beautiful, great. beautiful old buildings that they're older, like than our country is old. Yeah, way older than our country. Yeah, there's thousands of years old churches and just gorgeous. Yeah, everybody in the big cities speak English, or a lot of people, enough people speak English. Now that they have music there, that they like the music we just heard, they have the country music. No, I didn't. Oh, actually, you know what? I did in Paris. Back up to the Paris trip when it was just Chrissy and I. We went to a little cafe. Um. It, oh, if you're ever wondering if you need a referral for a good cafe in Paris, let me tell you, it's all of them because they're everywhere. They're on every street corner. There might be more than one on a street corner. It's just a little cafe, just like you imagine in a movie or TV. It's, it's a cafe. So anyway, we go in this one cafe and we're sitting there eating and I'm like, it, it finally it dawned on me. I'm like, Chrissy, let's listen. You got to listen over those people talking that we can't understand them. It's American country music. Instead of something else we'd heard, you know, we didn't understand in any of these other places. So we asked the waiter. He spoke fine English. He said, oh, yeah, the owner loves it. He said he plays the country music, and as soon as he leaves, we all hate it. As soon as he leaves, we change it to something else. And as soon as he comes back, he realizes it, and he turns it right back. So, anyway, we thought that was kind of funny. Um, but we're back in Rome now. Yeah, we're back in Rome. So back back in Rome. You could have told that story earlier when you were supposed to tell that story. Well, I just thought about it. Well, that's, so, that's the same problem with the, the time. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you got to go back to one o'clock, which is six o'clock in the morning in Ethiopia to tell this story that you could have told already, but you didn't. So, right. all right, now you're in Rome, so you got a rental car. Okay. So you, did you get a rental car in, in Rome? I did get a rental car in Rome at the air, at the and airport then, where but, we landed, but you turned it in. But, no, not yet. I'm still driving it right now. I, you, I, I had it almost the whole week. I thought you turned it in and rode on a train somewhere. Well, you're getting too far ahead of the story. Okay, so go back. Because you already know the story. The listeners don't know the story. Well, I, I saw it on Facebook. It, well, yeah. If you'll send me or my wife a friend request on Facebook, you never have to wonder where we are. I'm talking about sometimes it's, it's hourly updates. <laughs> yeah, and what was funny is a all, lot the, of people all, the very, bath, all the bathtubs you posted at the end. Yeah, a lot of people are very uh thankful, actually, and make comments about how much they enjoyed our trip. Because they got to see so much of it. I don't have to go now. No, you don't even have to see it. I don't need to go. Mm-mm. All right, so this show is only an hour long. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. So come on now. What happened after Italy? Okay, so, you know, go up, lean into Tower of Pisa in the rain. It's crooked just like all the pictures say it is. 
And then we go over and we get into Venice. What would have happened if you'd have gotten there and it was straight up? It was plumb. I would have been very disappointed. I kept thinking it's going to fall over because you know it actually is shifting a little bit. It's just ever so slightly. It's it is moving. It might take thousands more years for it to ever fall over or never. And they go in and they remodel it and engineer and do stuff to keep it supported. Um, you couldn't tell that just by looking at it. But anyway, so we end up in Venice, which was really cool, and we got to do the gondola ride. So one of the things on Chrissy's bucket list always has been is to do the gondola ride. You know, you see the pictures. Oh, it's so romantic. You know, just the two of you with a gondola driver. He's playing his violin and singing. They don't do that part. And it's even less romantic when you got your 22-year-old and your 12-year-old sons with you. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it's raining and it's about 30 degrees. So all was of it that. really 30 degrees? It was, well, it was a Celsius number there. So it was probably a negative like one. Th- no, nah, it wasn't that low. It was probably like three. Oh, that ain't 30 degrees. Well, 32 is zero. 32 is zero. Okay, don't be so literal. You realize, you realize that I, I know the metric system. I, I support the metric system every inch of the way. <laughs> so it was, it was like three, two degrees, which was like 37 degrees. Well, I wasn't really aware of exactly how cold it was. It was just cold. So we're riding in this gondola. It's raining. It's cold, but hey. It got checked off the bucket list, so now it's it's done. So we go and we get the night train from Venice to Vienna, Austria. Vienna? Yeah, Vienna, which is in Austria. And where did you do with the car? Which is, well, you turned it in. I'd already turned it in by this point. Well, don't forget to tell that part. I was alluding to that part a minute ago. Oh, okay, so I turned in the car in Vienna. And then you went to Venice. And then we went on the night train to Venice. So we got a good night's sleep, you know, as good a night's sleep as you can get in a train, kind of rocking back and forth in a little skinny little bed about as wide as a two by twelve. And we arrive in Venice. So that was a great night's sleep then. Yeah. Well, you know me, I can sleep out in the middle of the interstate, so I slept great. You got that right. And we saw a bunch of pictures of you sleeping. <laughs> this is true. My wife takes every opportunity to catch me taking power naps. So we get into Venice and we rent another car in Venice. Mm-hmm. And so we drive and we go find parking and we get to see all their cool buildings and they had this cool Christmas, outdoor Christmas bazaar shopping. We were all bundled up. You saw those pictures. It was frigid. It was snowing. I had to, my flip flops were long gone by this point. They were in a suitcase, never to be seen again. Um, real shoes, real socks, real boots a few days. And did you have to buy that when you got there? I did. Bought the boots and the real, real warm coat. Mm-hmm. I had a warm, I mean, I took some warm stuff there, but let me tell you, you think your warm stuff is enough when you got over there? It wasn't enough. Had to buy more. So we did all that, and then we ate at a really nice place, and then we headed out of Vienna and drove to Berlin. Berlin. Which is in north Germany. How, how, how far a drive was that? It was... I don't remember. It was nine or ten or more hours. Did you get to drive the Autobahn going into Berlin? Let me tell you what we had to do first, though. When we left Vienna, normal civilized roads, highway system, businesses on the side of the road, gas stations, normal stuff. All of a sudden, we this road starts winding down to two lanes, and the buildings start to disappear, and the lights disappear. And it's nighttime, and it's pitch black dark. And it was the only time I started to wonder, what are we about to drive into? Well, we had to go through the Czech Republic. So we're going down this road, and 
it was probably a hundred miles of just nothing. And I had to go to the restroom and there ain't no restrooms. And finally we see this restroom that's coming up in the distance. This building in plain English says tourist rest stop. Big old billboard. So we go in there, we use the restroom, we get back on the road, and we go another however far until finally civilization starts to appear back. That was about the only time I was wondering, y'all might not ever see me again. Nothing against the Czech Republic, because I just didn't know. So then finally we ended up in Prague, uh, Czech Republic, for the night, and stayed in a Hilton there, and then checked out that morning and finished the drive to Berlin. Was there anything different about the Hiltons there? Uh, no, they had rooms and they had breakfast. So there's real estate there. Yeah, there's real estate everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. If you just tuned in, I'm Jason and this is Tracy. Tracy just spent 28 days not working and I covered for him the whole time and, um, made sure he made the same amount of money he'd have made if he'd have been here. Um, because he's my partner and, um, and I buy and sell real estate. So if you want to get in touch with me, my number is 864-444-7650. If you want to sell something or want to lend us some money. Um, we were looking for 120 grand at eight percent, um, but we're learning what Tracy did for a month, right quick, just right quick, yeah, just right quick. The whole so we're in so the now we're the Czech Republic. You, you got a lot more countries to go through, go to, man. I, I don't know if we're gonna have time during this program. No, we only got three more countries to go. Yeah, because we got a, we got a break coming up again. Yeah, but we got more countries, so we got to go to Czech Republic, and then how many more countries? Three more. Okay, yeah, three more, three four, more, four more actually. We're counting the one we're in now. No, no, no. no There's another with, country somewhere? Yeah, stay uh, with me. Oh, just hang in there for the, during this break if you want to know what the other country, Tracy and his family. By the end, I guess, uh, your, your daughter was home working by then. Uh, yeah, I think by the Yeah, point, cause she yeah. can't afford to stay gone that long. Oh, but She's she didn't young. stay home but three days and they went to New York. Really? <laughs> yeah. That ain't, that ain't right, little Bill. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. Anyway, um, hang on through the break. We'll be right back. I'm Jason Dillard. My number is 444-7650. Don't forget to go to my website, jasondillard.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house quick, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're also looking for money. We borrow money from people and their retirement accounts and we pay 8% right now for 120 grand on a new house that we're building. So if you want to make 8% on 120 grand, give me a call at 864-444-7650. And now we can go back to what people are really waiting on, you the rest been, of the story. You've been sitting on the edge of your seat, I know. Yeah, the rest of the story. So you're so you're in Paris for 3 days. A mission trip for five days. Your daughter gets married real quick. Then you jump in a, on a plane. They leave. They go on their honeymoon. But the rest of you go to Rome. And then you spend some time in Italy. A week almost in Italy. And hang out and go to Pompeii and go to see a bunch of stuff there. Coliseum. Um, ride in a gondola. And it was cold. It was not quite um, it's 32. It was one or like zero degrees. It was it was close to you that. Know, all the times are different, and the and the and the Fahrenheit's different than Celsius, and all that stuff. Yeah, and inches are different than kilometers. And then you feet and miles. And then you you ride on a uh, a train, a night train, and then you jump in another car, and you now you're in, now you're in Czech Republic, almost to Germany. Yes. So the highlight of my trip, besides my daughter's wedding. 
was I knew I was going to get to drive on the Autobahn. So, you know, me being the car guy. So we have the rental car and I read up and to make sure I understand how the Autobahn works. And it's not like just one set road. It's like our interstate system, basically. And there's stretches that don't have what they call no restriction. So it's basically no speed limit. So you're driving along and it's just say it's 130 kilometers, which is about 82 miles per hour for us. So you're cruising along, it's 130, and they display electronically from the road system to the car, if it's a modern car, to the GPS, the speeds. So you might not even see a sign with the speed limit. It's just on your car. And it was the same way in Italy. Uh, but anyway, you're cruising along, and all of a sudden that just goes away. And now there's another sign that has the symbol that basically tells you that you're now no restrictions. So pedal to the metal if you want to. I mean, most people don't. They're just doing what they do. So you start buzzing along. And one thing, and I made a Facebook post about this this week, you do not even think about getting in the passing lane in any of these European countries unless you're passing. And as soon as you pass somebody, to me it was almost like they were cutting them off. But you get over back in the right lane. It's just normal. Even in the big cities where there's... Need, you need both lanes? I'm not like in downtown stuff. That's totally different. I'm talking about on the freeways. So on, on the freeways. The, we didn't really travel a whole lot of the regular roadways. When you come out of a big city, let me think about downtown Greenville. If you leave downtown Greenville, you got a handful of streets, really. And then you get on 35, you're on the interstate. So it was like that there. Most of my driving there was on their freeways. Um, so, but anyway, you, you go down through there and you have to check your mirror really regularly i mean like every 10 seconds you'd be looking in that mirror a lot because even if you're going 130 kilometers and passing somebody you look in that mirror once and look back up at the road and there's somebody at 180 kilometers behind you they come out of nowhere so you get back over and it works i mean their system has proven that it works i never saw the first wreck anywhere ever in 28 days of being in so how fast these countries well i got up to 175 kilometers Per hour, which is 118 ish miles kind of per hour. Rental, what kind of rental car was that? C Max. C Max, like the one we have. Just like the one we have, but it's different. It it's doesn't not have the battery. We buy houses on the side of it. It doesn't have we buy houses, and it didn't have the battery power. It was just a full gas motor. As a matter of fact, everything else we rode in was diesel, and the first van we rented was diesel, but this was gas. It was a manual six speed, which I like just fine. And the only reason I didn't go faster, the car would have done it, but it was kind of windy, and so. It, you know, at that speed, it started Start, blowing. Started wobbling. Started blowing the car around. I said, mm, skirt, slow this thing down. Yeah, had to slow down. So we so get you, into. You're in Germany. Yeah. Anybody ever ask you where you were from? Uh, yeah. When we were in this little cafe in Paris with Samuel and Luke, we were eating. And I could tell this couple kept looking over at us. And finally they said, do you mind if we ask you a question? We're like, no. Why? I said, are you from South Carolina? And we just all died laughing. We're like, <laughs> Because we had already been asked several times, you know, you know they're from the U.S. And where are you from? The South. Well, yeah, I thought you were. Or they said, you're from the South, aren't you? But these specifically said South Carolina. And I just I was like, how in the world? They're from the Netherlands, which turns out the guy was from the Netherlands. The girl was from Charlotte. So she said, I could tell. I just kept listening to you all. And I was like, they, they've got to be from South Carolina. So anyway, we got a kick out of that. And... Uh, get in Belgium and get to see 
the cool stuff in Belgium. It was even colder because we were further north, you know, driving in the snow and it's snowing in the city and mostly just flurries, nothing real about like here. So we get into Belgium. We get to go see the, uh, the Holo- uh, they had a Holocaust memorial, not in a building. It's just a memorial out. It's like a whole city block. And you can look at, you Google it and look at Google the, the Jewish Holocaust Memorial in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is, it's, it's a big rectangle, like a grave marker would, you know, grave would be, but they're all varying heights and they're not all straight. And they're anywhere from like a couple of feet tall up to like 10 or 12 feet tall. And I think what Sam and I read was it was supposed to represent the confusion of the people at the time. So when you walk through this, you know, the ground is up and down. The stone things are up and down. It's just really, um, it's pretty powerful. Um, so we got to see that. And then we drove and got to see the Berlin Wall, which um, has big open places in it because it's not really a wall anymore. It doesn't separate the two countries. And um, But they, have, uh, they commissioned a graffiti artist to paint the entire length of it all one side. So we walked a pretty good ways to see all that. That was cool. And, so how long were y'all in Berlin? Um, that was just for the night. And then when we checked out the hotel that morning, we spent however many hours, six or seven hours or so, eight hours. Cause you got to make it home. Checking all that stuff. Yeah. You got another stop you got to make, man. You got to, so, where'd you, another, get, so where'd you go next? Whole another country to go to. So we left Berlin, headed to Normandy. And in order to get to Normandy, you have to pass through, uh, the Netherlands. But we were in, only in the Netherlands on their highway system like an hour maybe or less. So then we're into um, Belgium. So it's like a 12 or 14 hour drive from Berlin to Netherlands. So we made it into Brussels and spent the night in Brussels. And we stayed at a Crown Plaza. Don't we have one of those here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we stayed at a Crown Plaza in Brussels. And, and, Brussels, then, and then you went on to Normandy. Brussels was pretty cool. Um, oh, and while we were in Belgium, you know what we had to do? What? We had to find the Belgian waffles because, you know, that's what they're named after. Sure. So You found them? We found them, yeah. So we had some Belgian waffles. Were they were, everywhere? Mm, not as everywhere as I thought. Maybe in the summer they, they have street vendors, but because it's winter and cold, I don't think they have as many. Not as everywhere as you thought? Not, you know, not as everywhere as you thought. So we got a real legitimate Belgian waffle. Okay, so you, you're going to Normandy, you, get, you storm the beach? We stormed the beach, and that was... Probably one of the second or third big highlights of the trip for me. Although I'm not a history buff. Um, it, anyway, it just, it just drove home what really happened at, at that time. You know, I mean, you know, we learn as kids and as adults, if you like history, you learn about Hitler and all that crap that went on and you learn how we helped and the other countries that helped, you know, our allies. But to see it there and to see the going to the building with the memorial and they've got all these facts and these videos. And then you go to the cemetery, kind of like Arlington here. I mean, and there's tons of these same memorials all over the U.S. and all over the world that anywhere the U.S. was involved in. So that was really powerful and really cool and, and really cold. So, so you're in <laughs> France. Yep. Did you go back to Paris? Yeah. So we drove back to Paris now because the boys haven't been there yet. Okay. So did you, what did y'all take them to see in Paris? Um, we walked. Oh, okay. So let me tell you this if I got time right quick. Uh, in Paris, around the Arc de Triomphe, they have a roundabout. And most of us have driven roundabouts, but this roundabout's crazy. 
It's the biggest roundabout I've ever been in. All these streets are leading into it. It must be five or six or seven or eight lanes wide around this circle and no lines. So there's no lines to indicate which lane you're supposed to be in because there aren't any. You just get in where you fit in, and there's mopeds and scooters and motorcycles and Fiats and smart cars and big cars and vans and buses, and you just do what you got to do to get around the circle to get to the street you want to be on to exit the circle, the roundabout. So I got to do that, and then we find our hotel, and then we get to see the Eiffel Tower again with the boys. We get to see the Art de Triomphe with the boys, and I don't remember what else, a couple other things. Get to have some more espresso. And um then we were there one night, two whole days. We took the train to London. Oh, so now you went under the under the channel. Supposedly, I didn't see it, but I think that's the only way you can get there well, by train. Yeah. So it, it doesn't go in the air, as far as I know. So well, what was London like? Uh London, we got to see Big Ben, but we didn't get to see the face of the clock because they were working on it. So there was scaffolding stuff everywhere. Um We got to go to the Queen's house and see her little tiny shack. Um, got to see the guard with the big furry hat. And if you're a friend on Facebook, you got to see the Santas. So they had a crew, a bike ride where they're raising money for a children's charity. There was like 500 Santas on kids' bicycles. Did it they was speak hilarious. English there? I spoke, yeah, I spoke to one guy. They speak a lot of English in England because it's their language, but it's British English. British. British. You know, you got to have tea and crumpets and bangers and mash. So... We did that. Fish and chips. And then we got to go to Stonehenge, which was very awesome too, at sunset. That was killer. And then made a friend with the Uber driver because he got to spend a lot of time with us. And we got back into London and took him out to eat. And then he took us back to our hotel. And then and, you came home. And then the next day we came home. But you didn't. Oh, you're right. I didn't. Thought you were coming home. Yeah. So Tr- 29 tricked y'all. days. Tricked y'all. That's right. It's 29 days. Yeah. The, the, we, Magically did not make it on the plane we were supposed to be on, so we stayed another night and, and used was a, that was that because because of the Atlanta? I'm never going to admit why. And so uh, we made it I in the next it day. Was the Atlanta trickled effect? <laughs> it wasn't because the Atlanta airport had no power. Our flight was into Charlotte. What, I can use that as was, my excuse. What was the reason? Now that I think, I'm glad, glad you pointed that out. Yeah, what, it was what, because of Atlanta. What happened? They wouldn't let us fly into Charlotte. I don't get it. What, I mean, we'll have to talk about that another time. Oh man. So, ah, oh, great story. Great show. All right. It, we'll have to talk about real estate on the next show. So yeah. You, let's do that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm Jason Diller. My number is 864-444-7650. Go to my website, jasondiller.com. Hope you enjoyed the story about Tracy and his family's trip. And just remember the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.